0: Hey guys, it's Ryan Stevens with Let's Get Real with Ryan podcast, and I'm here with my co-host Kyle Taylor. Hey, how's it going? And today we have a special guest, uh, Doctor Greg, Greg Reed. He's an incredible uh, individual. He's who, amazing. I love he's that ama- guy. Yeah. How <laughs> many other
1: intros do you guys? Doctor Honorary? Or yeah. Well, so no, I'm gonna actually, no, I'm no,
0: I'm going to go into it actually a little okay. bit. Award-winning author, keynote speaker, wow. film producer, um, founder of the Secret Knock. Like, uh, the list goes on and on. I just went over, like, a couple of things.
2: Yeah, but... don't, don't you know how, how, how cool I think I am? Oh, I bet. That's <laughs> about I'm it. Not, I wish,
0: you know, sometimes I could get that intro. People <laughs> hey, are just like, hey, this if is If you
1: say it's bragging, if somebody else says it's testimony, there right? You go. That's right. Hey, I'm,
0: you know. So a lot of people say good things about you. Yeah. I'm happy. We
1: just met today. <laughs> and then what we talked about off-camera or off-podcast, yeah. <laughs> off-audio,
2: Fantastic. Oh well, yeah. I appreciate meeting you gentlemen and having me on the show. It's pretty awesome. And I love coming down here. La Mesa, yeah. right? It's it, great. It's old school. West Coast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you should see like a like a Bel Air or something cruising down the street around here, you know? It, it
2: is really, really nice. It's so funny you said like leave it to beaver type thing. Yeah. And Jerry Mathers, the actual beaver, came to Secret Knock last time. Yep. And it was so interesting the throwback of history of how simple things used to be. Yeah. And now how crazy it is in today's world. Yeah, we, we try and keep it simple
1: around here, though. I think yeah. overall, you know, La Mesa is great. I don't want too many people to hear about it. You know, it's still it's <laughs> a hidden gem. Yeah. Here. <laughs> you know, I think it's called like the Jewel of the Hills or yeah, something like of, that yep. is their little uh, catchphrase. Catchphrase. Not like Poway, the the, the city in the town or something yeah.
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today I wanted to kind of go over, Greg, um, you know, again, thank you for coming down here, but... Also, just talk about your success, your failures, what's made it so you've been able to obviously achieve so much and, you know, obviously as a 26 year old uh, for other young people to, you know, uh, be aspired to
2: be more like yourself. Well, I appreciate you asking and mostly has been failures and setbacks before (laughs) you have the successes, right? Mm -hmm. It's like baseball. It's like you get into the batter's box as much as you can and swing and then eventually you get a grand slam and you look like a hero. Yeah. And that's what they take the picture of and you're remembered for. Yeah. So yeah, people talk about all these great accomplishments. Like but, the catch. Exactly, but they don't talk about the stinkers, which yeah. we've all had. <laughs> yeah. But I will talk about some of the successes and focusing on it. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for the good stuff that we do. It seems like we have 10 things going on in our lives at any given moment. Eight of them are doing awesome. One of them, eh, and one of them's horrible. But we focus on the horrible. And we don't give ourselves credit. Hey, good job for paying the rent this month. You know, keeping that light on type of a thing. Yeah. And I think we need to congratulate ourselves a little bit more for the job well done that we are also doing little appreciation yeah. points yeah, yeah. it's it, so funny every time I have a little success I go buy myself a new pair of shoes or nice. I'll go do something crazy because I think if you subconsciously reward yourself for a job well done it tells you to keep going in spite of all the obstacles yeah we yeah. closed
1: a pretty good deal yesterday and I went out and bought some lobster tails yeah <laughs> I good like, yeah, you, know, you didn't invite me but no of course not of course <laughs> not, <laughs> of course <laughs> not. <laughs> you know why because I don't cook it very often yeah. I don't, don't want to invite people over until no, I get really you. got it down yeah you know?
0: exactly no, but it's it's funny because I'm very tough on myself and I think um this younger generation is um as well, you know, tough on themselves but also uh needs to kind of you know get to the point where it's like I agree, you know, be thankful for what you have. That's something I've been currently talking to, you know, young colleagues of mine is just being thankful for what they have and what's going on. Obviously, San Diego is a very tough city. It's very expensive here. Um, it just seems like there's a lot going on. And, you know, you got to find that niche that you know, and your
2: strength of what you're good at. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, it is so interesting. I have a son. He's 10 years old. His name's Colt. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a podcast like this, and he gave me a great life lesson and changed the paradigm mm-hmm. of how I raise my kid. I'm going to share it with you right now, only because I'm inspired by what you just said. And they asked, he said, do you give your kid money to do... You know, things he doesn't like to do around the house. Like, you know, mow the lawn, make his bed, stuff like that. I go, yeah. I go, I'm going to teach him the power and respect of money. And she goes, oh, that's a shame. You're ruining your child forever. And I stop. and I go, teach me. Mm-hmm. And she goes, think about it. You're training your child from the earliest of memory. The only way to make money is to do something they don't like. Oh. Like, Boom. Whoa. A life ball went <laughs> off. So I sat my kid down and said, hey, listen, man. I go, I got, you know, a bunch of followers on TikTok and Instagram. I go, you do great videos and memes. Why from now on, I'll pay you your allowance for doing that, what you thrive and excel at. And by the way, how about you make the bed, we'll call it contribution for living in this mansion. And as soon as we change that paradigm, now he comes up to me and says, hey, dad, you know, I want to buy this new thing on Fortnite. How many TikToks can I make for you? (laughs) Yeah. Right? (laughs) But it changed because now he's working and thriving and excelling at something he's good at.
1: That just changed my whole summer plans with my boys because it was going to be just beating them into submission, but yeah. now... <laughs> It's with, with 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 verbal work ethic, <laughs> <laughs> whoever's listening to this, but that's amazing. That yeah. is an eye opener right there. Yeah, uh, I love that. I'm I'm gonna have him over at the studio. But look, check yeah. out this. You know, put some stuff out there. Exactly, and it's so. And interesting. he plays Fortnite too. Yeah.
2: What's cool about this stuff is also you gotta be careful what you say because they're always watching, right? Hundred percent. So always. Was, as soon as like COVID was over and yep. we had our first party, I remember I said, hey, let's clean everything up. Contribution mm-hmm. the whole bit. And all of a sudden, another kid came downstairs from my son's room, and he had a bunch of money in his hands. And he gave it to his dad, and he says, "Here, I got this from Colt." Mm-hmm. And I called my son down, and said, "Colt, I go, what's going on?" I go, "I go, I told you to make your bed and clean everything up." And I go, "Why does this kid have money?" He says, "That's easy. I hired him to make the bed and to do <laughs> my stuff for me. Outsourced it. Exactly." And he there said, you "Work go. your strengths, hire weaknesses." Yes. Because I had other stuff to do, Pop. Yeah. Fair enough. But be careful what we teach because yeah. it might just come back Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> I, know.
0: <laughs>
1: I know. It would put me to
0: work. Yeah, exactly. That is, well, I definitely love um, everything that you've been able to do. And it was amazing because uh, when I met Greg, he was actually public speaking at um, the real estate conference that we had. And it was so moving that I was like, I need to get Greg in the studio. I got to have him, you know, I, I got to be able to put him on uh, our platform as well and, you get all this positivity and all this motivation uh, through the airwaves because well, I appreciate uh, that. really it moved me. And I just, you know, it's something that's very interesting because I'm in, you know, the real estate world and I'm always usually the youngest person in the room. And it's somebody, You're getting older every day, Ryan. Exactly. That's how it starts. That's how it starts. But, you know, it was so cool because Greg brought an energy that was, if not younger, then like young-spirited, which it was just I know for other people in the room, that was probably like hey you know i need to start being more enthusiastic obviously you know every day we get older you know
2: biologically we're losing you know, um, yes. <laughs> you know, and, you know, um, Well, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln had a quote. It says, people are as happy as they make up their minds to be. It's yeah. the same thing as enthusiasm yeah. and, you know, your positive mental attitude t- sort of thing. And I realized that some of these lessons that I've learned along long, been published now in, I think, 142 books, 45 Wow. Yeah. yeah, you even have a star on the Walk of Fame, believe wow. me. Do you I really? Yeah. 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 Wow. yeah. But what it all comes <laughs> down to is this, uh, some of these life lessons. And yeah. one of my favorite was from Evander Holyfield, the boxing legend. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, how do did you win so many heavyweight championships, and he said, I have a higher standard. That was it. Wow, he said, In sports, I showed up early, I left late, I invented exercises at a higher standard. I won more championships. He goes, Where could you be in your own business if you raised your standard? I said, But didn't it hurt being in a fight? He says, Yeah, it hurts. But when you're in a fight, <laughs> you don't focus on the pain, you don't focus on the blows. As soon as you do, you end up on your back knocked out. Wow. He says, but everyone outside the ring, they focus on gas prices, war, economy, and then they wonder why they never become a champion. Yeah, And he pulled me in tight, an Adonis of a man missing half an ear, bitten off by Tyson. He says, you know <laughs> what the funny thing is? He says, when you do win the championship, he says, everyone comes to their feet and they chant your name. They raise your hand in victory and a guy puts a big shiny belt around your waist. He nice. said, at that moment and at that second, You don't feel even one of the punches you took along the journey. But the guy in the losing locker room has every bruise, every excuse for the rest of their life, wishing they did one thing, had a higher standard.
1: And that car payment is still there that he was worried about the whole time during the fight. Never
2: went away. (laughs) Never went away. It's so interesting. A lot of things that hold us back is just fear. You know, it's so funny. People go, the biggest fears in the world is the, you know, fear of loss of wealth or things of this nature. But it comes down to three things. One is the fear of the unknown, not knowing what's coming because we can deal with it. Door number two, it's a fear of pain. That's why all the drug commercials to do everything to avoid it. But the biggest one is criticism. We worry so much about what people think. There's a bumper sticker that says, what would you do if you couldn't fail? And I say, throw it away. Here's a new phrase. What would you do the moment you stop worrying about what other people think? And the flash is, no one's thinking about you. They're dealing <laughs> with their own life, their own situation. So the best time to have that great million-dollar idea in the shower is to get out, dry off, and do something with it. Wow. Yeah. And the action plan. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's one, one of the quotes uh, I, in my first book was shared thirty-seven million times. Wow. It says a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken into steps becomes a plan. And a plan backed by action makes your dreams come true. No, what's weird is I think I've actually
0: re- because I repost quotes is that every your morning. Quote? Yeah. So so I actually I know that. I,
2: so I actually
0: repost quote. I, I post quotes every morning just to you know keep people waking up to a positive. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, moment feeling. And it's been incredible. The feel-good part well, of the no, day. Well, it's incredible because I've had people text me these long letters. You've saved my life. I, and I'm thinking to myself during COVID because I was posting constantly motivational things just to keep people... Because again, I just didn't... Like, obviously, I. this is where I think it's amazing with technology. You can either make it really, really good or you can make it really, really bad. And um, I, I've always chosen to... In the, even with this media company, is put out as much motivation and positivity that we can because I believe it's contagious oh. and I believe everybody should be infected with it and I think everybody should know what it's like to feel loved and um, feel a sense of purpose. I love so, that. You know, Good for you, buddy. Yeah, so it's just been amazing because I never thought... Like a morning talk show, you well, know, Yeah, it starts you off with the feel-goods. Well, yeah, but it was just weird because it was just simple quotes every morning and to h- see the responses I would get... Just knowing that somebody's that down right now in their life, that that simple quote changed their day. And maybe they were even looking forward to it. I remember one time my sister was working at Starbucks and a gentleman came up to her and said, um, you know, I was going to kill myself today. But I thought of you and I thought about getting seeing your smile and seeing you. I was like, wow, wow that's deep. Yeah, it was deep. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like we need to be able to, to love one another. And because at the end of the day, we're just a giant community wow. here and, and we have so much to give and there's so much going on that all of us go through our own phases. Even if we don't show it all the time, we're still going through something at some time, you know? Yes. So it's just, I don't know. I just really, and obviously I'm sitting with the, the power of positive thinking right next to me, which is one of my favorite reads. <laughs> I try to read it twice a year.
2: I
1: listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's
2: interesting. I got to interview his wife yeah. uh, oh, for wow. three feet from gold after wow. he passed away, and even he struggled with power of positive thinking. Yeah, yeah of so course, it's what, hard to stay focused. So yeah. when he wrote that book, a true story is yeah. that he had the manuscript and he was gonna go take it to a publisher, yeah. and he couldn't open up the doors, and so he took that book and threw it into the trash can, and his wife went to go pull it out and says, I forbid you to touch that book. And he got in his car and left. She took the trash can without touching the book itself, put it on the publisher's (laughs) desk, and that's what you're reading today. Even he had questionable doubt. Wow.
0: Well, if that's not motivation to continue to push yourself and, and, and wherever you're at that's, then I don't know what and, else and, is yeah and remember this what's
2: common sense to us is you know genius is somebody else mm-hmm. you know for example you know back to our kids playing Fortnite I guarantee they know I little, love Fortnite hey. I get on that well they've got like little tricks right you yeah. learn yeah. little techniques uh, oh yeah well what's common sense to you someone else would pay 20 bucks to sit right next to you to learn that cheat code yeah. so oh, that yeah. they can do it for themselves so
1: I play them like because uh, they live in the Bay Area so I, we play online it's it's fun you know never, I had not played video games in 25 years you know yeah. not to date myself,
2: maybe thirty. Yeah, back in the day. Speaking of that, the very first uh, you know game that came out was called Pong. Back, yeah, ago. I know Pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that I was don't. by a guy named uh, Steve Wozniak.
1: I had some cool cousins. You did, you?
2: Yeah, but the, 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 the Woz though he put that together. Yeah, the was It was interesting. <laughs> I interviewed That's him. A nickname. You him?
1: Yeah. Steve Wozniak?
2: Wow. I, I asked him my question. I says, "What made you and Jobs have so much success?" And he said, "We embraced our lack." I go, what? He goes, yeah, we embrace what we did not have. And I go, what do you mean? He said, well, when these little microchip processor things came out, they were very expensive. He go, Hewlett Packard would make machines that go from point A to point B with 20 chips. They had all the money of God. He said, so I'd pull away five and get it to go from A to B with 15. Wow. And then I'd pull away five, get it to work with 10. Eventually, we found a way to go from A to B using our one chip. He goes, but we were not trying to be innovative or cool or aerodynamic. We could afford, you know, afford one freaking chip. Yeah, it was a budgeting goes, It was a budgeting <laughs> issue. He goes, Job sold his car. He goes, I sold my calculator yeah. to buy one of these things. He goes, but by embracing that as an opportunity, we found the shortest, cleanest path. And by doing that, we change the way people do personal computing for the rest of the world for the rest of their life. He goes, "Where could you be right now in your own business if you stop looking at something as your greatest challenge and obstacle, but it could just be your greatest blessing and opportunity in disguise."
1: That's yeah. funny because like, even with like my company, my box, I was mentioning off off the podcast here that interest rates, everything, and mm-hmm. just rents going up, just everything's you know a struggle. So, just becoming more efficient is is something I'm working on right now. It's like how quickly. Can we get this... You know, how many steps can we take away mm-hmm. to get still get the same job done? So yeah. very, 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 you know, truth knowledge coming here right now. I'm yeah. right <laughs> right. taking notes over here. <laughs> and what's
2: cool about this, again, is an opportunity. Let's yeah. just face it. So let's just say our... In, uh, the expenses went up $5,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Well, we go, well, how many more boxes do I need to rent to cover that? So mm-hmm. hypothetically, we go with that's yeah. uh, 20 boxes. Well, as soon as we find a way to do 20 boxes, awesome, but when the interest rates start coming back down again into refinance, mm-hmm. well, you still got those customers, and now you go- You're still locked office. up there, yeah. Exactly, now you can go into the profit mode. So it's very interesting. So actually, it's a forcing function in its own way to get us off our backsides to take action. It's funny how that
1: happens. Like, I, I always, we always stay hungry like we don't you know take big distributions all that sort of stuff we're always just like just grinding just to be able to get it and you're always you know, sometimes you get you lose your positive thinking because you're like oh man everything's getting down on me getting down on me but you can't you know you can't let those things fail and like to your point that's when you really if you double down on what you're doing in business and life and whatever during the hard times the reward's that much sweeter when it gets a little bit better and it always does like yeah. life always gets better even cool. when the biggest challenges are you know face in front of you It always ends up getting getting better.
0: And some of of the times you need those challenges. Like I knew that, you know, when the real estate market was kind of coming, you know, in the middle of last year, kind of, you know, slowing down, I said, you know, I need to pivot out, you know, obviously in a, in a way that's, you know, very similar and lateral, but it was something that, you know, getting involved with this media company. Ryan's secret knocked on my door. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> and it was amazing because we were able to put this whole thing together and, um, you know, continue to help people. And, you know, again, just like in real estate, you help a bunch of people. Obviously, we're all in, uh, you know, industries that serve people, which yep.
2: I love. Um, well, you're doing everything right. You know, the biggest challenge that holds people back is their bad case of the one size. That means I'm going to take action once I get the big break, once I mm-hmm. get the yeah. windfall. But that doesn't happen. And the biggest thing that... Is the stumbling block is their butt. It's not the one they sit on, but they go, I'd go do that too, but. yeah. And one guy I interviewed for one of the books, his name was Truett Cathy, founder of Chick-fil-A restaurants. Right. And I said, I want to be a billionaire like you. I go, what do I do differently? And he goes, that's easy, Greg. He goes, stop planning so much. I go, what? That goes against everything I've ever learned. He goes, well, last year you had a lot of plans. I go, yeah. He goes, how did that work out for you? He goes, you might hit a goal from time to time. He goes, because you're scrappy, but it Mm -hmm. didn't go as you expected. He goes, look for and capitalize on unexpected opportunity, just like you're doing right now. He says, if I'm on my sofa in the living room and I want to get to the end of the street, that's my goal. I'm not going to over plan. He goes, the planner is going to plan every step where they're going to pause, take a break. If a sprinkler comes on, it goes against plan. He mm-hmm. runs back home. Not me. Yep. I'm looking for opportunity. Did it could leave a skateboard or a bicycle out. I can borrow. If I get lucky, I'll wave down a neighbor driving by and hitch a ride. He goes, either way, I'll get to my goal. I'm not caught up in how it has to happen.
0: Well, one time I was at a motivational conference um, and the guy, the speaker goes, um, so what's your five-year plan? And I go, I don't know. He goes, what do you mean you don't know? I go I, I, I don't know and and I go and he goes why don't why don't you know he, he goes you seem like you got it together I said I do and, he, and I go well you know my whole thing is the process my life has be, has been very divine in weird ways where you know I'll be hanging out somewhere and I'll inter- be introduced to this person then this person you know everything's transpired in such a way. That I, you know, talk about planning. It's been just, obviously, it's got to be calculated risks and different things that I do in my business life. But I've found so many opportunities by being present and by being in the moment and um, also, you know, just seeing where kind of, you know, my doors all open up in different ways. I just, I don't know. It's It's been kind of well, like. It's physics, too, by
2: the way. The, yeah. Rumi, the philosopher, had a quote. He says, whatever you seek is also seeking you. And if you believe in energy, that's yeah. the way it is. It, it's But it, when the student's ready, the teacher appears. Wow. Um, in science, it's RAS, reticular activator system. So if we say light switches, and all of a sudden we look around and we'll see a light switch on the waltz because mm-hmm. we looked for that light switch. It didn't magically just appear like law of attraction. Like, yeah. like when you said storage on your way down yeah, here. <laughs> exactly. Then all of a sudden you start seeing these things. Yeah. Where before, I w- probably would not have even paid attention to that part of the conversation. Yeah. But yeah. since I'm looking for it, I'm seeing it, so therefore, yeah. Magically appears. What I'm seeking is also seeking me. As soon as we stand in that light of letting the universe, you know, get out of our own way and let it bring to us amazing things, start happening. I'm not a big woo-woo guy. Yeah. I'm just a logical guy, and yeah. I believe in the I'm very, power of energy.
1: Yeah, I'm big on on that and the, and the uh, you know, laws of attraction aspect of life. Which at first it took me a long time to sort of embrace it, you know. But mm-hmm. now, once you really start focusing on just kind of a bigger picture, not necessarily having a super meticulous plan, like to your point, to the chick fil as you know, point. But for us, you know, we, and what you said earlier, so many things are coming out right now. But when you have goals, right, so we set goals, we, we write we write them down, we say how we're going to get there, but we don't plan out every little step of the way. Right. You know, if we do these things, if we reach these milestones, we're going to get to that eventual goal. And so that's where we're, we've been working out here at the studio, just how, how we're going to build our different, different 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 uh, motivations
2: Did yeah you? you know it's interesting uh, Bob Proctor who was in the secret yeah uh, he and I wrote a book together called Thoughts are things yeah that's great I know, I know, yeah. I know oh. Bob so so we wrote this book called Thoughts are things and we start on this journey where we realize that your thoughts become your realities and then found out that it was false. Yeah. Because if thoughts were things, I'd be a slice of pizza right now because I'm <laughs> hungry, <right? laughs> But when we get out of here and I go get a piece of pizza from Felipe's on yeah. the way home, well, oh, my thoughts become things by the actions in which we take. People come up all the time and say, you know, uh, they, they go, I can tell everything about you by the people you hang out with. And I can say I can learn everything about you by the circumstance which you're in because we're the ones who put us in that circumstance. If we sit there and say I want a Lamborghini but don't have one, it means we didn't want one bad enough to do what was necessary in order to have it. So the whole thing is you can learn every single thing you need to know about someone by the circumstances which they place themselves in. And thoughts were not things. We have 64,000 thoughts a day. Majority of them are called ants, automatic negative thoughts. They're the reptilian part of your brain to protect you. So if you walk out of a cave, a dinosaur wouldn't eat you in the day. <laughs> and yeah. if thoughts were things, how many times have we had to drive home and said, when I get home, she's going to say this. And they're going to go, oh, yeah, and I'm going to say this. And you get home and that conversation never takes place. Our thoughts become things by the actions in which we take. The bottom line is this. We can have anything and everything if we're willing to, you know, have this strategy and move towards that because God in the universe rewards massive momentum. That's it.
0: Wow. I so believe that. And, uh, you know, that's why I used the, you know, kind of the divine, per, you know, divine arrangements and stuff like that. Because I just, I've I've felt, you know, I, I call him God. You guys, you know, some okay. people call what, it the universe. What,
2: what if God in the universe yeah. granted every wish and every prayer, but yeah. we didn't like the packaging, so we sent it on its way. God, I need $100. <laughs> Please, Lord, I need 100 bucks. <laughs> Your neighbor comes up and says, here's some aluminum cans. Cash yeah. them in. They're worth $100. Yep. I don't want those stinky things. Yep. You asked, you prayed, it was delivered. You didn't like the packaging, so you let it go. Yep. Well, what does that tell our God in the universe next time we ask for something mm-hmm. when we didn't have gratitude and appreciation in the first place? That's where the quote comes from. Be careful what you ask for because yep. you might just get it and also know it might just not be the packaging as you expect. I believe there's a
1: Rolling Stones song about that too. <laughs> you, get, you get what you need, you know. You get the tools sometimes. You might get all the parts to the car, but you guys still got to build it. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: And not to pivot here, but um, with the secret knock, I've I've never been there before, and I've never been to an event um, like that. And I'm really excited now. I got I I, I got to go. I'm definitely excited. And uh, Greg, what is the secret knock and what is it um what, what, yeah, what, what is the secret knock?
2: Well, short version is it started in my living room. People okay. kept asking, hey, how can I meet some of these people you are interviewing for these books and movies? Mm-hmm. And so it started and people said, do you need a ticket? And I go, no, just come to the door, bump, bada bump, bump, like a joke, right? Secret yeah. knock. And it grew exponentially <laughs> and we're going on 16 years wow. sold out every time. kind so of like a time. speakeasy in a way. It is like yeah. a speakeasy. And what's cool about it is instead of coaches, teachers, mentors, we bring in the actual human who did what everyone else is talking yeah. about. So if you want to start a clothing line, here's the founder of Ugg Boots. Yep. If you want to start a nonprofit, here's the founder of Make-A-Wish. Yep. If you want to, you know, go into politics, here's the former president. Yep. If you surround yourself with people who are actually accomplishing what you want, yeah. your life will change exponentially.
0: 100%. I love that. And I, and I love that it, people probably walk out just feeling completely motivated and actually probably changed. Yeah. Completely.
2: And and I believe in, like, a lot of stuff in real mainstream media is so diluted because it's whatever they want to be sharing. So I always bring in someone controversial. So we've had a private Skype with Edward Snowden while he's hiding in Russia going... I go, man, it must be lonely. He goes, no, my girlfriend's here. My family's here. I'm like, what? Yeah. He goes, you know, it's a whole different story. I go, but you leaked all this stuff to the, no, I didn't. Yeah. He goes, I gave the disc to yeah. the media. They're the ones who did. Yeah. What? Yeah. So you hear a different story. Yeah. Carol Baskin just came in, you know, from the Tiger King. Yeah. And so, Carol Baskin? And, yeah. She goes, <laughs> Carol, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> exactly. And she's like, well, what are you talking about? She goes, I never even met that Joe Exotic guy. He's just hurting animals. So I turned him in. Yeah. He wants to kill me.
0: Oh, my That's God. That's insane. And I'm
2: going, what about your husband? She yeah. goes, no. She goes, no one's Saw Tiger King too. They found him down in. Oh yeah, and like what? And so yeah. it's interesting to bring these people in. They found least, the no, guy according to her. Yeah. Wow, and now that's true. Why would she, she say that? You a, know? And, well, she is coming out right now and has been saying it. Wow. However, there's still people disputing. But the moral of the story is, I bring in people that they can tell you right from the direct from the horse's mouth
0: well and i know what i love about that is because people will talk to me and they will you know talk about somebody you know famous or whatever and go you know this person's this this person's that and i always tell them i don't judge somebody i don't even make a judgment until i meet them Uh and it's weird because whenever i say that i usually meet them Uh (laughs) and then i go no actually you're right or you're wrong (laughs) (laughs) But I I I never, I never have, you know, no matter who they are, how ridiculous they may look on TV because that's how they are supposed to, that's what they're paid to do. It's character. Everybody's, you know, and again, I always talk about perception as reality. If I, if I walked in here, you know, with a Rolls Royce out front, two security guards up, you know, again, that's how I I arrived. I know. know, Right. And so I, I'm, and I try to help people with that because even when you're doing your marketing and, and, even for new agents, for just an example, I tell them, use all my marketing material. Use it. Because at the end of the day, most people don't even know what you're really doing. And and so, you know, it's it's good to kind of, and I'm always about handing, you know, off whatever I can to other people so I can help them, That's you know, great. be as successful as they can. Yeah. It's, the
2: more that you can share, the more amazing things happen. And also one of the things that being in real estate, and we were talking about this earlier yeah. really about knocking on doors. Uh, Paul J. Meyer, the billionaire, he said to me one time, he says, our success is in direct proportion to our ability to withstand a no. no. He says, if you're willing to ask enough Ladies out. Eventually, you get a date for the dance. Yep. Yeah, and the so numbers. That is what it comes it's down a to. The numbers. Most people, again, are a fear of criticism, rejection. Yep. Keeps going back to the same common theme. Look, I don't even know anyone in Wisconsin, but if I was in a town there and tripped over a curb, first thing I'd do is look up to see who saw me. I don't yep. even know anyone, right? Yeah. But that's our instinct. Yeah. And what we have to do is start getting out of our own way yeah. and doing what we know we should be doing.
0: Yeah, and on top of that, it's good to, because it was funny, I was talking to some other, um, because I want to start a video, um, you know, type, like, little uh, reels with influencers for them door knocking with me, because I think it's funny, because they always go, Ryan, you still door knock? I go, yeah, because it's one, it's always cool to meet new people, and whether I'm big or not big, like, I just think, so I'm going to start putting on um, s- some, you know, videos where... I have influencers door knocking with me. I remember I had a, a famous YouTuber who was really excited to buy a, a certain uh, a house in a certain neighborhood. So I said, why don't you door knock with me? And he goes, what? I go, why don't you door knock with me? And he was my age. And he goes, you really want me to go with you? And I go, yeah. And he's wearing Gucci and <laughs> he's wearing all this stuff. And, and I go, you know, and it was funny because he's really shy, but it was really cool to see him come out of his comfort zone. And it was really cool to see the growth. And he goes, Ryan, I cannot believe you do this. And I was like, but isn't it cool kind of being in that unknown, mm-hmm. uncomfortable zone? That's where you grow. That's like even with this media company. It's been something where I don't know all the details of everything, you know, of, about how to do certain things. <laughs> I, found I, mean, I found that I found out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's been really cool because at the end of the day, it's – it's um It's about learning. It's about being in those uncomfortable positions in life. Amen. And
2: And you're right. And it's, it's willing to take that action in spite of your fear, right? Yeah it was interesting one time I was having an interview with a guy named uh, Frank Shankwitz he started the Make Wish Foundation mm-hmm. Wow! and I asked him what his wish was yeah. and he said no one ever asked him I said "Wow! Well, I'll That's grant a question. your wish mm-hmm. I go yeah. anything you want mm-hmm. and he says I just want my story to be told so my grandkids will know I did something so he signed over his life rights and I said Frank I'll make it into a major feature film just yeah. know I've never made a movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right and so it took me six years of trials and tribulations yeah. but when we came out in 2019 we made the short list for the oscars and yeah. we're still trending worldwide we're on netflix for yeah. a couple of years wow. it's called wish man yeah wish and what's so cool about it is the moral of that story is that everyone can be a hero you don't need to be a millionaire a billionaire wear gucci to make a positive impact everyone can give a pair of socks to a homeless person yeah. everyone can stop a bully from fighting yeah we can all do something to leave this world a little bit better
0: well exactly and trying to be legacy driven which is what i really enjoy with everything we're doing here at the studio. We're, we're We're doing amazing things like, you know, helping charities and different things and organizations. But I also, when it comes to the door knocking with, you know, these different influencers, it is really cool because some, you know, I've done it with, you know, one other person. And I remember the response and uh, the lady goes, oh, you're, you're, you know, on (laughs) television. It's just funny because it's like, yeah, I I am. You know, I'm just here with... You know, Ryan to do this whole thing for him, and you know, again, I wanted to be in his shoes for a day because it's, it's it just it was really cool to see the different angles of um you know with psychologically you know I guess I don't even know if psychologically is a word but <laughs> I it was really cool to see just a different perspective. That's great. Is that if everybody you know I remember another thing we did uh, with the uh, El Sheriff Department, they were all working at Starbucks for the day. And it was really funny, people would walk in and it'd be a bunch of cops with aprons. And it was just really cool, <laughs> that's but it was a good such one. a it was funny because you know, people are ordering, you know, it's just I think it's so good for people to try to be in another lens and mm-hmm. another perspective and try to adapt to those things. So yeah. I don't it's know. a great Let's pattern be... interruption, right? Yeah. That's
2: it. Cause if we always do what we've always done, we'll always have what we have right now. Yeah. You've heard the cliche a million times, but it's true. it's that mixing it up and change, that's yeah. where the growth comes well, from. Like
0: I, I, like my favorite show in the world is Undercover Boss. I think it's so cool to watch the CEOs go under and see what's really going on in their companies and seeing what how it's impacted them because they're thinking, you know, oh, it, it's, yeah. it's it's it, incredible. I don't know. I love that show. It's funny because
1: like when I'm <clears> – <throat> I haven't done it in a while, but when I'm driving the truck, you know, mm-hmm. dropping things off or a cooler or whatever you're doing, if you don't tell the person that you're one of the owners, right – it's a whole different perspective. So I I used to like going, you know, just showing up when you first start your This is my little thing. And yay, <laughs> here my big shiny truck, you know. And then they always like you know, sweat you for different things. <laughs> but when I stopped saying that part of it, just, hey, I'm Kyle with my box, yep. here to drop off your your unit, blah, blah, yep. blah. You know, where would you like it? Kind of give a nice, you know, story. That's why I started getting tips, all right. these things. But when you went in there as, like, you know, owner-operator, all that stuff, yep. it was like they're asking for discounts and stuff. <laughs> so just, like, the the, the market will, will, people have their, you know, their own expectations when you show up and they're going to treat yeah. people however they're going to. It wasn't like I got, like, Extra kudos. It was yeah. like it was like a demerit. <laughs> yeah.
0: No. Well, and that's and that's sometimes what what feels good to me. Like it's funny because I don't have to door knock. I choose to because I love to see people, and I, I think the whole interaction and you know the whole um you know they think you know well it's really maximized for my business because they think this young kid he would probably just like, oh try the to Boy get Scouts it. are here yeah, out front, <laughs> <laughs> but they think and it's funny because I've told mentees of mine um you know use your youthfulness. To to benefit you because most of my clientele is thinking I'm giving them a shot, even though I've made the shots a lot because I've done a lot of sales. It's nice because that's what the perception is, and that's what's nice is because they're allowing me the opportunity. I'm giving I'm gi- they're giving me an opportunity. That's so it's awesome. really cool. Great, great, well, great,
2: great, great, great attitude. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking so of opportunity, this opportunity has been great to be hanging out with you today. Yeah. And we appreciate you coming in. And um, where would people be able to buy tickets and get to go to the Secret Knock?
2: Well, Secret Knock is available for next year. We're sold out. So it's 2024 at secretknock.co. We left the M off, so they couldn't find us, and they still did. So go figure that one. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was interesting. I'm going to leave you guys with uh, one of my greatest... A uh-huh, hot takeaways because okay. you're a young guy. And yeah. if I could learn this one lesson when I was your age, this would be it. Okay. And if you're going to take notes, this would probably be your time. Okay, perfect. It's called CPC. CPC, it's an acronym that stands for Clues, Patterns, Choices. It's about accountability and responsibility for every single thing that happens. It's your fault. Stop blaming other people. It works like this I'm a single guy, I go out on a first date. Wonderful woman. And she happens to be 20 minutes late. Now, anything could have happened, but there's a little red flag. That's the first C. It's called a clue. Now, I like her, so I continue to date. And every single time, she's 20 minutes late. That forms a P, which is a pattern. Now, it's my C, my choice, whether I deal with it, I yell at her, I break up with her, I tell her a different time, but it's not her fault. She's just late. We have to stop trying to change people to fit into our own paradigm box. But we'll see someone with a bad reputation in business. They cheat your best friend. We do business thinking, oh, it'll be different for me. When things go wrong, we're mad at the person. We saw the clue. We saw the pattern. We made the choice. It'd be like seeing a rattlesnake rattle bite your kid sister. You pet it, get bit, and you're mad at the snake. <laughs> Looking back in life, rarely will we be angry at relationships that failed or negotiations that fell through. We're mad at ourselves because yep. we watch the clues. We follow the patterns, but we made our choices late. So true.
1: Wow, that's deep right yeah. there.
2: I had to record it because I
0: knew I couldn't write it fast enough, probably. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, for me, uh, I'm dating a, a Persian woman. Uh, <laughs> they have a thing called Persian time, which has been interesting <laughs> for me to, to discover. So if I want to be somewhere at noon with her, I got to tell her it's 10 o'clock. Exactly. No. But
2: that's your choice. In that's how my you choice. Get yeah, I it, sure. it. But we that's can't be mad at, at the person. 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 Yeah. That's that's it. You know, one of my favorite aha uh-huh takeaways yep. was this guy who invented string theory. If you ever watched the Big Bang Theory, yeah, Sheldon so yeah. was trying yep, to figure so it out. Yep. The guy who did his name is John Schwartz. And he said, Successful people seek counsel where failures listen to opinion. And I said, "What's the difference?" He goes, "Opinions based on ignorance, lack of knowledge, inexperience like all your family friends who've never mm-hmm. done what you want to do. Yeah. Counsel is based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship." Yep. If I go to a family friend and say I'm going to write a best-selling book, they're going to try to talk me out of it yeah. because I'm dyslexic and they've never written a best-selling book. Yep. But if I go to Mark Victor Hansen who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and sold a billion copies for a quarter, he says, "Here's what you need to know and give you counsel yep. based on wisdom, knowledge, mentorship." Yeah. John Schwartz said, if we would spend our activity only seeking counsel and ignoring opinion, that's a day your life would change.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, thanks for dropping the knowledge today. <laughs> I love it, Greg.
0: Honestly, it, you should see him. Guys, if you have not been to the Secret Knock, I got the privilege to hear greg speak and the knowledge He, he he can move rooms he could probably move mountains if he really put his time and energy to it but it's it's amazing because i just you know i'm so moved by you and everything that you're doing and i know you're making such a positive impact on the world so thank you for your impact your legacy and what you continue to bring to you know everybody's lives. Thank you. And by
2: the way, I wrote the book Positive Impact. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I'm just like
0: learning so much about. I know. How many things I know. We're going to be buying the book on The cool that. thing is, if you ever come back in the studio, hopefully we'll just have a bunch of your books everywhere.
2: I love it. Well, thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, Keep smiling. Thanks, and we will see you soon. All right, All right. Talk to you guys soon. Boom, boom. Bye.